Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Can we say good morning, Father? Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for now, for this time. This time that we have with you, and we are able to pray and commune with each other, with you in the secret place. We are able to connect with you and be united with you in our spirit. Despite all our challenges, all our burdens, all our worries, all our cares of this world, all our limitations, all our vulnerabilities, in every circumstance and part of our life where we feel overwhelmed or out of our depths to manage it, we place it all before you, Lord. And we thank you that when you say you are doing a new thing, that even when we don't see it, you are working. Even when we don't know it, you didn't forget. Although in our prayer you say, put me in remembrance, yet you already know. That's what your Bible also teaches us. You already know what is our needs. And so you say, seek first the kingdom, then all these things that you didn't even ask for, but are bothering you at the back of your head, all those shall be added. We thank you, Lord, that the ways you work are mysterious. They are higher than our ways, much higher to our understanding as well. And all you bid us do is to align and to obey, to trust that you've got this on our behalf. And even when all those times, Lord, when we fail to see it, when we fail to understand, when we are limited in our discernment and in our perceptions as well, when everything seems new, And when we still seek to run back to familiar ground, yet you do not give up on us. Yet you do not count us among the Israelites who wanted to run back to Egypt. Yet you are merciful every single day. You renew your mercy for us every morning. Yet you are ever willing to pour your grace. And all you say is, call on my name. That is what we reflect on this day what it really means for us. We thank you, Father, that every time we come to you, you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That out of that peace, we are able to leave all that baggage outside the door to lock it out, to lock all our worldly concerns and thoughts also outside that door. To focus on you, to silence every other voice so that we can hear from you. We can seek direction. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing today. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, that same invitation to be with you in that silence. That you are the only one that speaks there. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer today and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. Lord, as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The great I am, the most high. The God who always honors his covenants. The God who is willing to make new covenants with us. 
for our obedience and for our alignment based on the purposes of the kingdom that he has placed on our shoulders. The one who is the lifter of men, <clears throat> the one who is faithful, that all that he has promised, he will fulfill. He always completes every good work that he has started in us. This is what Philippians 1 verse 6 reminds us. And when we know that God, then our faith also is stirred. Just as your word says, Lord, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So we can say it with that confidence. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Our rock, our refuge, our foundation, upon which our Christian life and experience is built, upon which our abundance and our dominion is built, the word himself, who is the personification, embodiment of all your prophecies, your promises, and all your provisions that you make for us through your word. So that when we observe to do, to, to follow his direction, his instruction through discipleship, to do as he did, when we observe to do according to all that is written in your word, then that word has been magnified above your name. That word cannot fail. We must live in abundance and dominion. We shall make our way prosperous and we shall have good success. It is he who guarantees it. We thank you, Father, that you give us that daily bread to feed us every single day until we enter into that state of life. Life in eternal salvation, life in your kingdom, where we live by your kingdom, by your rules. And there is nothing Satan can do to affect us in any way. We thank you, Lord. We pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, the one who has brought a revival in this generation, the Lord in the midst of his people who dwells among his people and is mighty and only does wondrous things. He has made his tabernacle within each of us, not just dwelling among us, but within us. So that where his temple is, that one is sanctified. That becomes a living, walking, moving seat of power. We can join our personal altar to his throne so that the fire that flows, the river of fire that flows out of his throne, powers that altar, fuels the fire on this altar, the flame that cannot anymore go out. We thank you, Father, that you are the one that heals our backsliding, O Holy Spirit. Just as your word in Hosea 14.4 says, that you reveal the deep and secret things to us, just as your word in Daniel 2.21.22 says, and you are doing a new thing today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, with the gift of angels, with destiny help us, that you bless us with the revelation of your plans for us, plans to prosper us and give us an expected end. You give us the blueprint to the path ahead that we should take. 
you reveal to us it to us in your time and you insist that it be fulfilled we thank you father that you have not forgotten us that even in our suffering you are working to lift us up only we are willing to lift up our eyes and see and then like jeremiah to discern we thank you father as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning i cover and seal every word we speak every prayer we make and every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of the new and eternal covenant that blood that speaks much more than vengeance that blood that speaks atonement that the accuser can no longer point a finger at any of them that blood that speaks once again an opportunity to abundance an opportunity to salvation and that blood under which we can come when we call on his name we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives lord i call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism any kind of natural disaster spiritual attacks i command that angelic protection and declare divine exemption in the mighty and all powerful name of jesus we also herald the bar in our spoken word as we proclaim your word lord from isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 it says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth this day and it will not return to me empty it shall not tarry or delay any longer as ezekiel 1228 says but it shall accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it and i send it in faith in the name of jesus thank you lord for the gift of life in our words that we are able to speak life into our circumstances and thank you for the discernment to choose life even in difficult situations even in frustrating times even in times of failure even in times of hopelessness we thank you lord this morning we reflect on what does it mean to call on the name of the lord we see the first mention of it in scripture in as early as genesis chapter 4 genesis 4 was 26 which said seth also had a son seth was the third son of adam he had a son and named him enosh and at that time people began to call on the name of the lord so that calling was for worship of the creator seeking to connect with the creator acknowledging that there is this greater force that exists and then wanting to connect with him what about abram 
Genesis 12 verse 8 says, when Abraham, he was still Abram, when Abram entered Canaan, he camped between Ai and Bethel. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. In other words, Abram publicly thanked God. He praised his name and he also sought, when he built an altar, it says he built an altar, so he sought guidance and he sought protection, fortification. So calling on the name of the Lord is to approach him in thanksgiving, worship and bring your prayer requests as well. In multiple places in the Bible, God promises to save those who call upon his name in faith. And these are two scriptures, the, the outcome of which we use in our prayer and you should be using it, in, especially in your difficult times, but even otherwise. Romans 10 verse 13 and Joel 2 verse 32, both of which say the same thing. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you read from Joel 2, 27 to 32, you will actually see where it says, my people will not be put to shame. So I'd like to read this scripture as everyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall not end up in shame. And I use it in my personal prayer as well. To put him in remembrance when he says, bring forth your strong case, put me in remembrance. I said, yes, you said this. And I need that help now. Acts 2 verse 21 says, Everyone who invokes the name of God for mercy and salvation in the name of Jesus shall be saved. So when you are praying for an unsaved loved one, you can use this scripture and call on his name and say, you said this. So with that confidence, with that faith, I call on your name to save that loved one who is unsaved. Whoever invokes the name of the Lord, for mercy and salvation in the name of Jesus shall be saved. So calling on his name also is for redemption and saving. But what does calling on his name really do? Calling on his name establishes connection and it demonstrates faith. Calling on his name implies knowing him or at least seeking to know him. And the Bible shows us that it demonstrated faith even in those that did not know him but had only heard of him. Calling on his name is acknowledgement that he is Savior. So when a person calls on him in time of trouble, he must save. He must come to their rescue. He must bring redemption to them. And the Bible gives us examples. In blind Bartimaeus. And then in the Canaanite woman as well. Who came for the healing of her daughter. And God and, and Jesus said, Will the bread of the children be given to the dogs? To which she replied, Even dogs eat the scraps that fall off the table. Now both of these blind Bartimaeus and the Canaanite woman addressed him in a particular way that made him stop in his tracks. He wasn't really intent on healing them or attending to them. But when they shouted out, Son of David, have mercy on us. Have mercy on me. He was forced to stop. 
It is that revelation that makes him stop. When you know who you are calling on and when you call with that intention. What saves a person is not the action of calling upon the name of Jesus. It's not so much shouting out, but rather the grace that God makes available in response to one's personal faith in the Savior that they are calling on. It is the grace that God makes available in response to one's personal faith in the Savior that they are calling on. So now when you look back at Jesus, son of David, the Bible has foretold in the Old Testament that the Messiah will be a son of David. So you are acknowledging him. They did acknowledge him as Messiah. And the fact that they shouted out indicated their faith and their trust that they were not willing to bother about who else was standing around listening. Calling on the name of the Lord is more than a verbal expression. It is shown in the heart and in the deed through repentance, through surrender. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, God says, You shall seek me and I will be found of you when you seek me with all your heart. So calling is seeking Jesus. And Jesus said, whoever seeks will find. Just like he said, whoever asks and whoever knocks, whoever seeks will find. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you will be saved. So calling on him also gives him lordship. When you say Jesus Christ is Lord. You are giving him lordship. You are declaring him sovereign over your life. That's why when you say son of David, he must stop. He cannot go beyond when you have declared him sovereign. He is a king that is willing to die for his people and he showed it. So God wants to be found by you. He says in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, Call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you things that you don't even know. And in Jeremiah 29 verse 14, we've seen 13 just now where he says, you shall seek me and I will be found of you. In verse 14, again he reiterates it and he says, I will be found by you when you seek me with all your heart. That's 20, Jeremiah 29, verse 13 and 14. So the next time when you pray, and we always begin our prayer by praying in his name, let this be the intent and the understanding. Let us remember that whoever calls on his name shall be saved, shall not end up in shame. So we start with that faith. Son of David, you put your faith in him with the revelation that he is the Messiah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding that we do not take it as just our regular verbal 
expression of starting a prayer, but we look at it with intent now. So that when we make our prayer and when we call on that name, we understand what power we are invoking. We understand who we are calling on, that this is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That he that comes from above is above all. And we are calling on that one. Who as Ephesians 2 verse 6 says, when we are lifted up, we will be seated with him in his throne. High above all principalities and powers. He calls each one. And all that he bids us do is call on his name. I ask for that revelation, that opening up of our understanding, that wisdom, Lord, that stirs up our faith. So when we call on your name, then there must be transformation, there must be transubstantiation, there must be result. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are embattled, facing division, separation of any kind. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked and in bondage. All kinds of addictions. All kinds of compulsive behaviors. We come against it by the blood of Jesus. That blood that has won all victories. That blood which has made us more than conquerors. We come by that blood and declare every such yoke of the enemy be crushed, destroyed and uprooted from these lives right now. To be cast out into the sea. That every void that has been left be filled by your precious blood in your name, Jesus. That there is an uplifting even where men say there is no hope. Even where men say there is a casting down. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. Now as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer when we call on your name. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let everyone that calls on your name be clothed, Father, with your glory, with your righteousness of Jesus. That there is no more shame, that there is no more pain. Thank you, Lord. The vision that I was given uh, while we were praying just that is, is in heaven, that the glory and the majesty of Jesus and that he's constantly being <clears throat> praised, the name of Jesus. And the Lord showed me that when we call on the name, when the name of Jesus is mentioned, 
and and spoken out that there's like a, a sound wave right across the whole earth and all of the heavens and also he showed me when it's used as a as bless blaspheme likewise his name still goes out but is not good for the earth and the scripture I've been given is from Malachi 4 verses 2 and 3 but for you who fear my name the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings you shall go forth leaping like calves from the stall and you shall tread down the wicked for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act says the Lord of hosts amen amen thank you Jesus we have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat the first one is from 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 5 and 6 quoted from the NIV where it is written for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all people this has now been witnessed to this has now been witnessed to at the proper time one mediator and you can call on his name The second scripture is from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it says, And my people who are called by my name and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, that is, crave or require as a necessity, my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections or Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, the Friday Bible study sessions as well, please share those with family and friends. Invite them to come and join us during these sessions. You can share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family. They can attend the sessions live or you can also share, point them to the recordings if they can't make it to the live sessions. Alternatively, please also share the link to the Telegram group so that they can be part of this prayer group. Share their prayer requests there as well. We have seen how when a few people pray together in intercession, God moves mightily among difficult circumstances as well. Let us utilize that benefit that he has given us of being part of a prayer house. Also a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. This will be the ninth part in our series, the concluding part in our series on a time of testing where we are gleaning through nuggets of learnings that we have picked up during this entire series. Things to remember, things to ponder about and then we can relate to those during our own personal journey when we go through these challenges. So please share links, invite others to come and let them be blessed too.
and that the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, God bless you all. God bless everyone.